Thanks for joining us through the Crossbridge Podcast. We hope this message speaks to you wherever you may be on your spiritual journey and helps you take your next step of growth in your relationship with Jesus. For more information about Crossbridge or to speak with one of our ministry team members, please visit crossbridge.church. Hey, Crossbridge, I am so excited about this next series. It's called Lessons Learned. Here's what I'm hoping for us. I'm hoping that when we actually come out on the other side of all this stuff, right, of COVID-19, that there's going to be certain things that we've learned that we would say, I don't want that to go back to normal. In fact, this thing that we've learned, I want that to be like ingrained in my life, ingrained in my walk with Jesus, like uh, ingrained in my family. Like, I, I don't want that to go backwards. And so that's, that's what we're going to be talking about. In fact, um, one of the things I just want to say to you is, is hey, I'm missing you. I, I miss seeing you. I miss um, all the like movement as people file in the church, right? I, I miss the smiling faces. Uh, I miss hearing you sing, yes, all of you. I, I miss the on keys and the off keys. Like, I just miss hearing that uh, noise, right? Um, and then I, I would say this too, like, I, I miss preaching and like actually having you respond, you know, right now you tell a joke and it's perfectly quiet and it's just weird, right? And so, uh, but, but I would say, say this, um, as we've come through this COVID-19, we've come through like this whole different form of church, one of the things that stuck out to me is this, that um, our, as we're not gathering, right, um, and we've missed that, the mission is still happening. In, in fact, one of the things I've been thinking about is that the church is greater than a building and a physical address. The church, like it's, it's so much bigger than, than mortar, than, than just an address. The church is about me and you. The church is about us, like God's people, who are living out the mission. And I think that's a great lesson to learn this. In fact, what I hope is that when we do finally gather again, that church doesn't just become about what happens in the room, that church continues to be about what happens outside the room. Hey, before we go any further, I'm going to ask the Lord to help me and to help you and for us to stay focused. And so I just want to pray for us. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to share to this incredible group of people. I think about the families. I think about the singles. I think about um, old and young and middle-aged and teenagers. And God, I, I miss them. But I trust that when your word is spoken, Lord, no matter where we're gathered, we're, we're going to hear from you today. And I pray that you would help me, help me to communicate. And I pray that you'd take these words and you would apply them to the lives of people, whether it's someone's first time worshiping with us at Crossbridge or someone who's been here for 50 years. God, I pray that you would use this today. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Hey, our mission is this to lead people, our mission, to lead people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. And again, the, the mission was designed, right, to go beyond these physical addresses, these physical campuses, brick and mortar. But here's what I want to talk about. What are some of the things that behind the scenes we would say fuel the mission? What is it that like fuels this mission that um, I would say these things have to be, like we have to be about these, whether we gather or whether we're not gathering. In fact, they're great reminders of what being the church is all about. And the first thing is this. There's three of them that I really want to talk to you about. First one's this. Love 
fuels the mission. Love fuels the mission. Jesus tells us this, this most important thing in Scripture. In Matthew 22, this is what he says. Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? And Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and all of your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, this is... Um, probably a confession, but I, I'm guessing that many of us could confess the very same thing. That I, I feel like, especially in the last few weeks, um, you know, maybe you're tuning in from Iowa, maybe you're tuning in from uh, Florida. We're in Illinois, right? And so like we are one of the, um, we're one of the most strict states uh, in, in the United States. And so and I'm not going to feed into that at the moment, but here's what I'm going to say. It has caused moments in me of stress. It's caused moments where I, where I find myself saying, oh, like, what are we going to do, right? And, and here's, here's what I, I want you to hear. I think it is so easy when all this stuff's going around and, and mid-afternoon updates from the governor, um, and let me just say it, Facebook, right? It is so easy to get distracted, like, it's so easy to get distracted with, you know, I, I believe this or I don't believe this. You know, this is a conspiracy. No, this is real. This is like real news. No, this is fake news. Like, oh, and, and the stuff, right? That I know like when I go through, I, I just need to stay off truthfully. Probably it would be better for me. And I'm going to tell you, for some of you, it'd be better to stay off, right? Because I think it's easy to get distracted. And, and part of what I want to remind us today would be this that when we really get down to the basics, let, let's not get distracted. Because here's what the greatest commandment says. In fact, there's two of them. Jesus says, number one, love me. And number two, love your neighbor. You can get distracted with all kinds of things, but let's get back to the basics. Love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And second, love your neighbor. And if we can stay focused on those two things, we will move forward through this thing. Now, here's what's beautiful about that passage. So here's what that scripture says, right? It says, first and most important commandment is this, is to love the Lord your God. And the second, there's a reason why they're in that order. Because I believe this. I believe that when we love God with all our heart, soul, and mind, you know what he does? He, he fills our hearts with his love. We recognize how loved we are, and he moves us out to love the people around us. He is the one who helps us to love others. Starts with him, bleeds out onto everybody else. Here's what um, 2 Corinthians, go right along with that, says in chapter 5. For Christ's love compels us. You hear that? It compels us because we're convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. Man, that's a beautiful passage. And, and shouldn't it be? It says, for those who are convinced, for, for those of us who are convinced that Jesus died for us, that love should overwhelm us. It should, in fact, one, one passage of Scripture, um, an interpretation of Scripture says this, that his love controls us, and that should compel us, right, to share that love with others. See, the world is looking for real love. I cannot think of a, a better time, in fact, in my history, right, um, in, in the last 45 years, I can't think of, of a better time in our world um, that I would say, like people need to know the love of God. And, and as those who are the church, you and me, 
This is the time when God needs like to flow through us and we need to be loving the people around us. And, and here's what I think too. It's a love that looks for nothing in return. One passage that really spoke to me this week as I was preparing the sermon is Luke 14. And it says this, he turned to his host and he said, when you put on a luncheon or a banquet, he said, don't invite your friends, your brothers, your relatives, and your rich neighbors, for they'll invite you back and that'll be your only reward. Instead, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind. Then at the resurrection of the righteous, God will reward you for inviting those who could not repay you. Like, it's a picture, right? That's a picture of love. And it's interesting because when he's teaching this passage, here's what he's really teaching about. If you looked at the headings of this passage in Luke 14, he's teaching about humility. Right before this, humility, that we would look at others like above ourselves. And right after, there's a passage that says, count the cost of following me. Uh, that is so right. Like when you think about loving people and loving people expecting nothing in return, it causes us to humble ourselves and it causes us to say there's going to be a cost to this. And so Jesus was hitting it right on the head and it's not an easy assignment. Now, what does love look like right now? Uh, what does love, if we were to make it about others, what's it look like? I, I heard of a, a business, um, some of our crossbridgers who who own their own business, and it was a really cool thing this last week. They, they actually partnered with a gas station, and um, some of the leadership of, of that gas station, too, goes to Crossbridge, and they partnered with that gas station, and they gave away gas. Everybody who pulled up could fill up their car. They gave away gas for an hour. Pull up and get gas, free gas. Just a way to say we care about our community. They gave away thousands of dollars of gasoline in an hour just to be a blessing. And, and I was interacting with, with one of those individuals, and here's what he said. He said, the, the best part of this was not the giving away of the gas. The best part of this was the conversations that were had around the pump. And one of them specifically, he said, I got to have a conversation with someone about Jesus. You, know, you may not be able to... Um, go to the nearest gas station and pay for every car that drives by for the next hour, right? I'm, I'm probably not doing that either. But here's what I'd tell you. You know, it's those acts of love, one individual at a time, that make a difference. That God might just poke you, like tap you on the back and say, hey, this is your moment, right? This is your moment. I was actually in the drive-thru um, about two weeks ago, and I was pulling through Subway, and I was grabbing a sandwich, and I was in the drive-thru, and I looked in my rearview mirror, and I saw a teenager from Crossbridge behind me driving his car. And I know this teenager well, used to be a neighbor of mine. And um, I look back, and he's driving his car. And so when I got up there, I thought, yeah, I'll buy his lunch today. And so I paid for mine, and I said, hey, while I'm at it, I want to I pay for this, you know, this young man behind me. And she said, oh, okay, no problem. And she, she tallied it up, you know, and she said, $18.57. I said, what? Like, what is he eating, right? I had no idea. Like, th that boy must be a growing boy. Uh, who spends $18 at Subway? I still paid for it, right? But, but here's, what, here's what I would tell you. Look for opportunities. My wife and I, Rachel and I, went out for a drive on a Sunday afternoon a couple weeks ago, and we just, we drove by the houses of many folks who go to Crossbridge, and when we'd see people outside, we just stopped. Now, we didn't go and like, hey, can we come in your living room? We stopped, we pulled off the side of the road, and they would walk down, they'd stand on the other side of the road, and we just chatted. We did that for about three hours. And I'll tell you, like, it was so fun. I thought, man, like, I feel like I'm doing church again, right? I'm getting to see people, and I'm getting to check on them. And, and, and here's what I'll tell you. Like, contact right now, loving people, it is so important. 
And, and even here's what you can do. I've been working through my contacts, just contacting people. What if you were to say, I'm going to work through my contacts and I'm going to reach out to 10 people this week. Can you imagine across Crossbridge? Think about a thousand people reaching out each of us to 10 people, whether it's a text, whether it's a phone call. Think about that. 10,000 contacts. Like that's, that's incredible. Don't check my math. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, that's incredible, isn't it? That we could love like that. And we're all, like, we all have the potential to do that. Even I was thinking about, this is a great time for lawn chair ministry. So like, take a lawn chair and go see your neighbor. Sit out in the yard. Some of our small groups, like, you know, right now, like you can meet less than 10, but do it outside. Sit in your chairs, lawn chairs, out in the yard. This is a good time to be loving on one another. Now, the second piece is this I want to talk about is compassion, okay? Compassion fuels the mission. Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 through 38, this is what it says. Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who's in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. This is so fitting. You know, we've been talking about sheep and shepherds, right? And, um, and here's what he's saying. He, he's saying, there are people out there who are like sheep without a shepherd, and I want to mobilize you. You're not just my sheep. You have the opportunity. I'm counting on you. I trust in you to be the shepherd of sheep. Isn't that kind of cool? That God would believe in us enough to say, I want you to go and do this work and to be a shepherd for sheep who need it. It's a powerful picture. Hey, I've got someone that I want to talk with you uh, with, and I'm going to invite her to come. Um, pastor Sherry Stevenson, who is a pastor at, uh, here at Crossbridge, and she's, she's right here with me. And, uh, and when I think of compassion, you're not going to like this, but I think of Pastor Sherry. I think of someone who does such a great job. In fact, when you're on there right now, whether you're on the platform, just give a little shout out to Pastor Sherry, would you? She has been caring for us. She's been caring for you. She's been caring for all kinds of people. And this is not her first time. It's part of who she is and it's what she does. And so Sherry, we're thankful for you. But one of the things we've been doing is this Takeout Tuesday, right? Mm -hmm. And I asked her just to share some of the stats from that. Would you tell us a little bit about Takeout Tuesday? Oh yeah, it's been a whole lot of fun. So we started Takeout Tuesday. It actually materialized from a, bo a board member um, who we were talking after, after the board meeting when we could actually meet. And uh, so kind of implanted an idea. And so we started uh, delivering 22 meals. Now, last week, we delivered 147. That's so awesome. it has just grown delivered, and like grown. Two people's houses. Two people's houses, That's yes, awesome. yes. And over the course of all of this, we've delivered over 800 meals. So it has been so fun. And we want to give a shout out to New Chalet and Ottawa Bakery and Culver's actually in Peru for helping us with some really great prices and great food. But it isn't all about the food. It's about being able to look somebody in the eye smile at them because we know they've been cooped up in their house for a long time and just be able to say, we want to bless you. Yeah. We want to bless you by a meal. It's not so much about the food. It's just the fact that we want to show Jesus love to them. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Hey, um, and I know you've actually like, also you've been in a lot of conversation with these folks yeah. and, and so it's, a lot of them are seniors. They are. And yeah. um, so you did a Zoom call with them. And we would, it's, this is, it's good. It, so, yeah. uh, it took a while to get it set up, but we did it. Yeah, we did a Zoom call. <laughs> so take a look at this.
Well, thanks for joining me. These are my friends um, who are just recipients of Takeout Tuesday, and we wanted to chat with them just a little bit today. And so could you introduce yourselves, please? Hi, I'm Steve. And I'm Felistal. I'm Alice. Yeah, I'm Elm Brooker. And I'm Barb Chesser. And Barb just froze on us. So you know what? This is what happens with Zoom sometimes. <laughs> but we just make the best of it that we can. So I just wondered what you guys are doing to have fun during this shelter in place. Elmer, I know you've been working in your yard. Is yep, that fun for you? Yeah, I've been working in the yard. Went to the cemetery and worked around there a little bit around the headstones and everything and took some flowers down and I just do a lot of work in the yard at all. I do in my, my yard and Jimmy's yard both. That's awesome. You're Jimmy Angel's neighbor, right? Yeah. And you go over every week and watch the online service with Jimmy. Yes, I watch it every Saturday. Uh, last week we had it on Sunday. Very good. Sweet. Good. Alice, what have you been doing for fun? Well, we, we've been staying apart from each other because my kids, part of my kids are still in the workforce and they don't want to come to me but they let me come out to their places and we've been sitting outside keeping our distance and i get to see the great grandkids play good good miss uh, barb you've been through a lot of surgeries and all kinds of things that have not been fun but what have you done that has been fun well um i have been able to facetime with my children uh because they haven't been able to come down and uh to my husband's chagrin i've been doing a lot of internet shopping <laughs> and you're starting to cook a little bit yes i'm starting to cook a little bit um i i've i've been known at their churches as the church cook and so um i haven't been i've been too sick to be able to cook uh my cancer left me very weak but um lately i've been able to to start cooking again awesome and Stephen phyllis what have you been doing for fun well it sounds boring but I've put together um, 2,000 piece puzzles. Wow. And I've done two, com well, I'm just about through with the second painting by number. In fact, my son gave me one and I, ha I actually framed it. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Steve, I know you've got a little golf in. I've been uh, able to play some golf and uh, I've enjoyed sheltering in place with Phyllis. Good, Good answer, yes. Steve. Good answer. <laughs> well, you, you all are part of the recipients of our Takeout Tuesday meal delivery that we've been doing for several weeks. And, um, you know, we're doing it not to um, bring honor necessarily to Crossbridge. We're, we're doing it to bring a smiling face to your homes as well as a meal. Um, but we're also doing it to just be Jesus' hands and feet. And we want to give a shout out to New Chalet and to the Ottawa Bakery for helping us with um, this ministry. But um, tell me a little bit how it's affected you guys. Barb, we can start with you. Okay. Um, as, as Sherry said, um, I had surgery plus a lot of, of ups and downs. And, and like we said, I, I love to cook, but I, I just haven't had the strength. And so the, the meals have been wonderful. Um, 
she even she even lets me go without chicken. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, this southerner don't like chicken, and neither does my husband. But the best thing of it at all is I have an unchurched husband, and it's been um, um, a testimony to him as uh, as far as how my church loves me and him. And uh, he it, it's made such an impression on him that I, I don't know what to say. It's just been wonderful. Good. Elmer, how about you? Have you enjoyed the meals? Yes, I do. It's the only day I don't need to cook. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Stephen Phyllis, 